for landlords by landlords. The Rent Perfect Podcast with David Pickrock. Did you do that intro? I love that intro every time. It gets me all fired up, pumped up. Hey, David Pickron and Scott Aubrey here on the Rent Perfect Podcast. Uh, excited to be with you today. Thanks for joining us, Scott. I don't know why I ask you how you're doing all the time. I just, you know I'm doing I figured amazing. I just yes. want to hear your voice. I appreciate that. No, I'm doing good, man. I'm excited to discuss what we're talking about today. Yes. Do you even know? Yeah. Okay. Because we don't prep this stuff, right? Sometimes. <laughs> don't give out our secrets now. That's right. Hey, um, I got a story to tell you, and uh, and then we're going to get into our topic, Perfect. okay? So I uh, I buy this truck. I can't find this truck. I'm looking for a specific truck. I buy this truck in Indiana. And so I've got to take this truck to Bakersfield, California, and get the back end kind of fixed. Can we tell everybody we live in Phoenix? Oh, we live in Phoenix. Yeah. So I'm driving back from Indiana, so it's a three-day trip, right? Anyways, drop the truck off. I don't know why I'm telling you that story. It's not important other than I get on a plane in Bakersfield to fly home to Phoenix. Okay. And before the flight comes, you know, I hear that, oh, Mr. Pickron, come to the front. And I'm like, well, am I going to get bumped? Right. We upgrade you to first class. Oh, right? hey. Now, and if anybody knows me, they know well, I'm really not the first, you know, first class, class type. Guy, I'm yeah. afraid I'm going to spill something. Or, right. So, you know, you sit down and I got to kind of act like I've been there before a little <laughs> bit. And... uh you know, coach is just fine for me. In fact, the guy's like, what can I get you to drink before we take off, right. sir? You know, and uh, the guy is ordering a gin and tonic next to me. And I'm like, mm, a tomato juice, you know, not yeah. a drinker myself. Right. But Sprite just didn't yeah. seem like the moment. Anyways, I sit next to this guy and he ends up being this amazing surgeon. Okay. He's doing big time surgeries. Like okay. he's making a fortune. Yeah. And... uh he shows me his pictures of he he uh, he takes up people's jaw lines and he recreates and puts in brand new spanking teeth. Nice, and yeah. Shows me how they kind of pills up their face and I mean it's actually, you know, I'm a little yeah. queasy, right, especially right, with yeah. drinking a tomato juice uh-huh. right there. I was looking at my drink, going, "Is right. that the right thing right, to order yeah. after this?" But <laughs> I don't tell him much what I do. Um, but he tells me that uh, he lived in Phoenix, then he bought a practice in Bakersfield, but he has to go back home because he has three rental properties, and one of them in particular, uh, the people have just moved out overnight after being there for only a month. Okay. And he tells me all the horror stories, and I'm just kind of, you know, grinning after learning about him a little bit, and I said, well, let me tell you what I do for a living, you know? And... Uh, I take him through some stuff, and, and I said, you know, I've listened to your story. First of all, you did it. You went through Zillow. You didn't really know what you were looking at. You didn't get a security deposit. You fell in love with them. You thought, oh, these guys are going to really take care of my place. His rent was $4,000 a month in Scottsdale, wow. a wow. nice home up in Scottsdale. Yeah. You know, and while he's telling me the story, I'm just like, uh, you know, red flag, red flag, red flag. He says, well, can you help me sue them? I said, well, where do they work? Well, they work for themselves as a cleaning company. So, no, you really can't collect off of somebody who's self-employed. I mean, you right. c- it's, hard it's hard to, yeah. but if they can't afford to pay you your monthly rent of 4000 they probably don't have anything to go collect off right. of. So he gave me, you know, the story, and I was I was really talking to him about, I know how you got into this situation because I see it all mm-hmm. the time. Right. Right? Yeah. And, uh, and it came down to this. I said, why, why did you let them move into your Scottsdale 4,000 a month home. Why, why, why did you feel like you needed to do that? And he said to me, because I'm afraid 
that no one would ever apply there again. Right? And I thought about that. I think the worst thing we can do as landlords, and we do it often, especially new landlords, is manage in fear. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Fear is never a good motivator or a good tool for anything, but especially here. And I don't know why our mind goes there. Yeah. Like, I think what happens for me is being an investor. I really like buying property. I, I, it's, just a good, it's just a hobby of mine. Mm -hmm. I really like to do it. But then you have to take off that investor hat and put on that property management hat, yeah. right? And I've always said it's people management because right. you really don't manage property. You manage people. And that becomes not so fun. And I think when you're doing things that, that you're not enjoying – you kind of rush through it and your brain just naturally says, I just, I got to get through this. Mm -hmm. right? It's risk avoidance. So yeah. The right. Headache, yeah. And so, so when someone says, Hey, listen, I want your property. I love your property. They're making friends with you. I think your brain says, Oh, great. We can be done with this really mm -hmm. quickly. But I asked him, okay, you'd be done with this really quickly. Where are you at 30 days later? Yeah. Well, you didn't want it done that quickly, right? right. Were, yeah. How done are <laughs> right. you 30 days later with a thrashed house? Yeah. No rent. No security No deposit. deposit. You're a surgeon making a fortune if you're in surgery, and yet you're flying back to take care of a house that takes you out of your practice. Mm -hmm. How much money did managing out of fear cost him? And what's interesting is for him, it wasn't about the money. He's got all the money in the world. In fact, yeah. he's telling me, hey, can you help me buy, you know, 10, 20, 30 new homes? I mean, he's, he's got, yeah. it's not yeah. a money issue for him. Right. It was a process issue. It was, I'm a surgeon. I like being a surgeon. I don't like being a property manager. Yeah. Stay, right? stay in your lane sometimes. So a couple of things I suggested, he either needs to, you know, get with me and do a little coaching and get with Rent Perfect and, and use the app. Or it just needs to have a property manager. Yeah. Someone like that might just need a property manager, but but I know the Rent Perfect system can manage like a property manager, so I don't want to yeah. see him just go, you know, find a property manager. Right. I want to see him to, to work himself through the the Rent Perfect system. And so I'm working with him right now to to write a new ad. I mean, he was telling me how he wrote his ad. I, I there were so many red flags for me in his ad. A everything just because he didn't know exactly what he was doing and he was managing in fear. Now Heather, who works here. You know, she, she was, she's been on podcast. Mm -hmm. She's listened to me. She's gone to multiple RIAs. She's, you know, but when she got her first rental, one week went by and she was like, uh, um, Dave, should I drop my price? Right. Dave, Dave, I remember uh, this. Yeah. yeah. There's like this, this little bit of panic, this right. little bit of, of fear. And this is what I want to explain to everybody listening today. If you're selling bubble gum, okay, Everybody might be in the market today for mm -hmm. a piece of bubblegum. Right now, you know what? That sounds really yeah, good right I'm now. Bubble. I'll buy a piece of bubblegum from you right now, okay? But when you put your property on the market, not everybody is looking for a four-bedroom, three-bath, right? Right. In Scottsdale, Arizona, today. Not the, the, the amount of people looking for that property today are probably not that many. Yeah, it's a small right? percentage. And so we in this industry run through cycles. Rents due on the 1st. Leases end on the 31st. People move in and move out on a monthly basis. Your sales cycle for a new renter has got to be, you've got to be patient for at least a month or two. Get through one or two cycles where mm -hmm. leases end and people, you know, can move into your property. Because we are not selling bubblegum. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. I mean, 
If I put a rental up right now, the chances of someone within the hour saying, I need a rental on this date, this time, for this amount of money at yeah. this location, you know. It's pretty it's, minimal, right? It's minimal. And, and we can't be willing to sacrifice our security deposit or our criteria or anything that we have related to our property. We can't just go, well, so, right. so right. You know, and, just, and just lay all that stuff on the altar and go, I, I don't care about that anymore. I just need my rent. I don't care about it. Yeah. Now, one of the strategies I use is I'm usually a couple hundred dollars below market on my rents. I'm not, right. not embarrassed to say it. I could be making more money on my, my rentals, but I kind of like that to be kind of like to my my tenants saying, you know, if you call me too much, if you ask for too much, I, I got to bump the rent yeah. up to market value. Right. It just works for me. It gives you right? a little room to, to negotiate. It just works for yeah. me. But if you discount your property out of fear... Um, and it went from 2000 to 1500 to 1300 in a matter of a few days. Who's going to apply to your property at $1,300 and live in a, a $2,000 a month neighborhood, right? The person who can afford $1,300. Yeah, right? right. So the reality is if you have the product, don't manage out of fear. Somebody is going to come around. I've done this a hundred times. I've sent people out the door saying, yeah, hey, sorry, it didn't work out. And a couple days went by and someone else popped in. I'm telling you, with the rentals I have, I've never never sat month after month after month going, oh, no one's coming in here. <laughs> Someone always comes in behind the person you let go, mm -hmm. right? So number one thing I think that will kill and take the fun out of this business is if you manage by fear, manage with confidence. Somebody's coming. This person doesn't qualify. I've matched them against my criteria. Let them go. Someone's coming. Okay, the next person, let them go. Someone's coming. I promise you, houses aren't empty month right. after month after month. They are full. So I just appreciate it, Scotty. I, I know you didn't talk a whole lot of this, and I kind of got on my soapbox. Oh. But um, I just want to, so people to find success, and I think getting rid of that fear and having some confidence uh, will make a game changer in your mental health. You know, and whether you want to stay in this game and expand. Right. You know, do you manage out of fear at all? Do you, do you? No. No? No. Try not to. Okay. I mean, it's just, that's your first, your first instinct is to manage out of fear, right? Because we're, we're controlled by that almighty dollar. We're like, ooh, I don't want to have to pay, a, I don't have to pay that for myself. That's why I'm renting it. Someone, someone else can pay my mortgage for me. Well, we have some short-term rentals up two hours north of us and, they had a really brutal winter. I mean, a lot of yeah. snow, and people weren't looking to go up there. We kind of had a slow year in our short-term rentals up there. And so as January. We only had a couple bookings in February, and, and, and it was nice here in Phoenix. Right. And this is kind of that people aren't flying in from out of the state. This is kind of like let's get away for the right. weekend kind yep. of properties. And so about March, my wife says, listen, we got to lower the rents. And I'm like, absolutely not. You are now going into when you start hitting 90, yeah. 100 in Phoenix, it is it is busy season. This is our sweet spot. Yeah. So don't so sacrifice. she took one of the three and she lowered it and she got a few hits, but she realized she's got and in the long run she got just as many hits on the more expensive ones as she did on the cheaper right. one. And she just panicked a little bit. A little bit of that fear came in, like we're never going to rent it again. So right. it even creeps in <laughs> everywhere, even to seasoned investors, even to seasoned. So yep. so make sure that you know that you've got yeah. a great product and that it will rent. Scotty, thanks for joining me today. And until next time, continue to rent. Perfect.